This is Dive Into Your Career, the podcast designed to help students like you take impactful steps towards your career goals. I'm Gina Visram, a qualified careers coach and consultant who is so proud to be your careers cheerleader. You are in the right place if you are a determined student or the proud supporter of one. Here, you will embrace career development in a unique spirit of fun, not fear. Let's dive in. Welcome to today's episode. I'm so happy that you're here. In today's episode, we will be looking at five good habits for the new academic year. For me, there's no denying that September always feels like a new year, even years after I am personally out of education. Of course, now that I am back working in the education space, it's not a surprise that I really get that new year feeling, but I do know that it's a feeling that transcends industries. For some reason, September really is that second new year. And it's a time for new beginnings. And no more is that true than for university students who are either heading back to university or going to university for the first time. How exciting. I genuinely remember that moment as if it was yesterday. And I assure you it wasn't. It was 20 years ago. So it's been a while and it is really something that I remember that first day of university, that moment of being dropped off and starting to settle into halls and begin a new exciting life. And this is what you might be doing right now. You might be getting to university, settling into your new accommodation. For some students that I've spoken to recently, they are coming out of their quarantine. Of course, that's something new and special, should we say, for this year. But these are all ultimately the rites of passage for starting university. And it would be really, really great to start on the right foot. And I promise this isn't to put pressure on you. It never is. It's actually always about relieving pressure, which is why in this episode, we're talking about five good habits for the new academic year. So here goes. Number one, make lists. Make lists. Now, you can be fancy and use Trello or Asana or ClickUp or any of the variety of project management type software tools that are available. That is absolutely fine. What I'm talking about, however, is old school pen to paper. (laughs) Actually getting this stuff out of your head and onto a list. And for me, lists are such an incredible part of my productivity process 
that I wouldn't be without them. And yes, that is often pen to paper. Sometimes it might be writing into the notes in my phone if I am not in a situation where I have a pen and a, and a piece of paper. So there are loads of ways to do this, but there is really something in terms of how your brain works when you are physically getting things out of your head and also physically getting them onto paper. Making lists is going to be really important for you in this new season, whether it is shopping lists for the supermarket, whether it is lists in terms of your assignments, whether it is lists in terms of what you want to explore on an extracurricular level. At university, what team sports are you hoping to join? What societies will you be joining? Again, yes, this year I know that they're going to be distancing measures, but everybody is going to be very creative about how to make these really exciting aspects of university happen. So no matter what is going on with you, there are lists that you can be making to help you to organize yourself. Good habit number two is to be consistent in your communication. Again, you can think about your own circumstance and where this is relevant. This could be communication with a personal tutor in terms of how you're getting on, a seminar tutor in terms of how you are doing in class and when the assignments are needed. This could be communication with your family, with your friends, with the significant people in your world that it is important to stay in touch with right now, whether or not you can physically see them in person. Communication can also take place if you are ready to secure a new opportunity or get involved in a new exciting activity. Again, university societies come to mind for that. Communication is really important if you want to express an interest in putting yourself forward for something, stepping out of your comfort zone. One of the things that I highly encourage is communication with your career center at university. Get involved. Get involved now. You will be astounded by the brilliant levels of conversations I am already having with university students and university students that are about to join in terms of their career direction, their goals, their CV, their strategy when it comes to job hunting, right? There are so many important things going on and clear and consistent communication will really help you with that. So that is a good habit to get into. Another good habit is to be open-minded when it comes to opportunities. Now, how likely is it that you raised an eyebrow just now when I mentioned getting in touch with your career center? Did you just think, but Gina, I've literally just started university or I've just started the new academic year? I'm just getting my head in the game after a really unusual summer. Why is this important at this time? 
As I often say, this is probably a whole episode in its own right, but I'm using it as this example when it comes to being open-minded about opportunities. One of the things that I heard peak performance specialist Tony Robbins say multiple times is that success leaves clues. And while it's important that you're not a sheep and just following anybody around and doing anything, if you get advice from somebody who understands the university system or somebody who's just been through it, somebody who has successfully secured themselves an internship, you know, when there are people with form for what it is that you want to do and what you want to achieve, it can really be worthwhile opening up your mind to listen to their experiences and potentially even their suggestions as it aligns with what it is that you are looking to achieve. And so I'll stick with the point about connecting with your career centre and being open-minded about doing that at this time. Because if you are even remotely interested in exploring a career in banking or finance, for example, the spring weeks are open now. The internships are open now. The graduate jobs are open now. And when I say open now, I mean the actual recruitment cycle has started. In many cases, it started at the beginning of September. So if you are thinking, well, I know how this all works, I can do this much later, I don't need to think about it right now, then that kind of closed-minded and dare I say know-it-all approach means that you are missing out on opportunities that you could be securing for yourself if you are open to recognising that things may be happening at a pace and at a time that you didn't anticipate. Open-mindedness also extends to how it is that you're going to do your study, how it is that you might be meeting new people, how it is that you might be socialising during lockdown. At the time of recording this here in the UK, we have a rule of six people when it comes to socialising. In other countries, I'm very aware that they are still in in Australia, in some parts of Australia, it's stage three or stage four of lockdown, from what I understand from associates and friends who live there. Everywhere is having a different experience of COVID and how we are working and learning right now. And that includes how we are socialising. So as you go into this new academic year, be open to the new ways of doing things. Don't resign yourself to thinking that you can't be, I don't know, clubbing or pubbing or barring or whatever it is at the moment. So you can't be making new friends. Of course you can. There are lots of creative things that universities and students' unions and all of these brilliant organisations are doing to make sure that there is still that camaraderie, that there is still that opportunity to meet new people. So the third habit that I've just given you is being open-minded about new opportunities. 
And as I stated, that really can apply to so many things. So think about how it applies to you specifically. Number four on this list of good habits for the new academic year, create a routine of sorts. And that includes scheduling when your non-negotiables happen. Being in university, for example, non-negotiables presumably include things like when you get your assignments done. Includes things like attending your lectures and your seminars. Includes things like fulfilling the role that you have committed to within the exec committee of a certain society, right? It might be, I was going to say playing for your hockey team. Again, I don't know how much of this is currently actually happening, but you will know because you are staying in the loop and hopefully making sure that the channels of communication are open. The habit of creating a routine can be really helpful. And I'm going to encourage you to grasp this before I did, because I think if I had grasped this at your age, if you are listening as a university student, I think that what I could have achieved would have been phenomenal if I had grasped this at the time. But I am encouraging you to create a routine and which includes scheduling when the non-negotiables happen, because as crazy as it sounds, a routine gives you freedom. That's crazy, right? I spent years and years, probably until just a few years ago, thinking that routines and thinking that budgets which is another good example that I could mention, but let's focus on finance separately another day. Thinking that these are things that are restrictive, that restrain you, whereas actually they are things that can really give you freedom because they help to get rid of overwhelm. They help to stop the things from ricocheting around your head because you've written your list and you've scheduled something in right? You don't think, oh, I need to do this thing, oh, I need to do this thing, because you can get it out of your head because you've put it into your calendar. So truly, it, it really, it was revolutionary for me, I'm not even exaggerating, to realise that routines can give you freedom. And that is one of the things that I would encourage you to work out while you are settling in to the new academic year. And the fifth good habit that I would like to talk about today is to have a gratitude practice. What are you grateful for? Ask yourself that every day. When I've done this successfully, I have really thought about three things in a day that I am grateful for. They could be big things, they could be little things, whatever is big or little for you. It could be to do with choices to do with your health, it could be progressing a certain project or assignment, it could be reaching out to a friend from home. 
right? Whatever it is that's important to you, whatever it is that you recognize you have, right? Your health, the roof over your head, the really cool neighbor that you just met, right? The friend who told you about an opportunity to apply for, the new friend that invited you to join the virtual choir, like genuinely, whatever it is, there are so many things to be grateful for. Now, please do this in a way that isn't overwhelming for you. I mentioned doing three things, but start with one. Think about every day, what am I grateful for today? and let that flow and let it be at least one thing that you write down. But if you're in flow, feel free to have it be a few more. Start a gratitude practice. This is something that will be included as part of the activities and the membership that I'm going to be offering later this year. So we'll be able to do it in community because that's really powerful as well. But for now, you can at the very least start it on your own. Start a gratitude practice. So that is what I want to talk about today. Five good habits for the new academic year. Today we talked about making lists, being consistent in your communication, being open-minded about new opportunities, creating a routine, and starting a gratitude practice. Let me know how you get on. Let me know what works for you. As always, I love to hear from you. So do comment on social media. I am available via Dive Into Your Career. You are always welcome to connect with me on LinkedIn. I am there under my name, of course, as Gina Visram. And make sure that you are taking action. Because inspiration is one thing, but action is even more powerful. Take care of yourselves, stay safe, and let's catch up again soon on another episode of the Dive Into Your Career podcast. Have a brilliant week. Catch up soon. Thank you for listening today. To keep up to date with Dive Into Your Career, leave your details on bit dot ly forward slash dive into the list. See you soon.